Recording live. Hey guys, welcome to Overthinker Society. My name is Sue Lee and I make music. Um, I recently started this, uh, this vlog series called Overthinker Society on YouTube um, about topics that I think is worth pondering over and delving dive, delving into and just going on a deep dive with. Um, down the rabbit hole we go. Um, and, and you know, I, I think it's it's really nice, actually. I, I've, I'm only three, four episodes in and um, talking with you guys in the comments and, and DMs about, uh, about the conversations that I've been having. Um, it's been so fun and, and really therapeutic in ways I, I, I never imagined, actually. Um, a lot of you have said that it's helped you guys in realizing that you aren't alone and feeling in certain ways about things um, and, and helped you feel a little less lonely um, in feeling or having thoughts about certain things. Uh, but I just wanted to let you guys know that that you guys are actually helping and doing the same thing for me as well. Um, and I'm forever grateful that I'm not alone and feeling um, the way I feel. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, let's see. It, it, on this week's episode, I wanted to sit down and talk about love and insecurities, social love and self-love. Um, I, I feel like those two topics are kind of one of those things that are, are seemingly quite unrelated um, to each other and quite far apart. But also, if you think about it, it's, it's actually very, very closely related to a point where they influence each other massively. Um, I think the main kind of inspiration behind my decision to talk about it this week is, is that I recently released a few days ago, um, a new single called Slice of Life and When He Was Is. And When He Was Is in particular is, is, is a love song. And if, if you listen to my music, you would know that I don't usually write and make, uh, songs directly about romance and love relationships. Love songs are quite rare, actually, and far apart in my in my little archive of music. Um, and so, having released a love song recently, I, I I've naturally just been been thinking a lot about it. Um, and I found myself alongside thinking about love in general, um, also thinking a lot about um, self confidence and self-love, or rather, on the contrary, uh, insecurities. So yeah, I just, let's dive into it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about self-love. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about love. <laughs> and um, yeah, so first and foremost, I think uh, love as an elemental thing in and of itself is is as you would all know, a very, very universal thing. We can probably say that love is basically everything. You know, your most adored hobby is love. Your family and and friends are love. Your favorite food is love. Your favorite music is love. And your self-love is also love, you know. And, and while I say, you know, social love in the context of this week's episode, uh, it is strictly about romantic relationships, love. That doesn't mean that we can't 
we can't bring in different aspects of love uh, that influences that romantic relationship. Hence me linking um, self-confidence and self-love um, and insecurities into this conversation. Because I think, I think love, I think the level of, of, of love and respect that you have for yourself, whether that may be physical or mental or, or a mix of both, uh, really affects your outside relationships very, very closely. Um, I think I picked up a lot of, <laughs> I picked up a lot of quotes, you know, about how, you know, love starts from within or romance and, and a healthy uh, relationship starts with self-love or uh, treat yourself the, the way you'd like to be treated uh, from your lover and, and the world and the rest of the world will love you back. You know, things along these lines, you know. And mainly probably from, <laughs> mainly I got these, you know, quotes and inspirational sayings uh, from those kind of posts that I saw during the heyday of Tumblr and Facebook, most likely. And while, while I think they're, they're all very, very true, and I'm sure we all know this in our hearts that, you know, you love yourself, it'll show and others will love you back. Um, it's it's true in many cases, I'm sure, but I, I don't think it really is as straightforward and simple and, and logical, most of all, um, as as the Tumblr quotes or any quotes, really. I think if I had to pinpoint what really is the biggest difference between um, the love described in these quotes uh and and love in real life is the fact that they affect each other rather than one uh just passively affecting each affecting the other um a fulfilling and love and loving relationship in life doesn't always sprout from self-love um, as a lot of the self-help and inspirational literature and the quotes say, it's it's never, ever a, a one-way thing. I've personally found, at least. Um, you can actually already have a very healthy level of self-respect um, and love, but go into a relationship, come out of the relationship with completely ruined self-confidence or on the contrary you can have a very low self-respect and don't necessarily give yourself um the love that you deserve but meet someone who actually helps you realize that you're amazing and uh by giving you the level of 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 respect and love that you've never ever received from anyone before even from yourself so, or, or you can actually uh, be working on elevating uh, the level of respect uh, and 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 that you give to yourself, all the while actually doing all the social love life stuff. You know, dating, being in relationships, uh, sex, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and manage to actually not have it affect your level of self love in that kind of self improvement territory in any way whatsoever completely have it detached from one another um and those three are just only 
a few examples of out of a million billion different dynamics uh, that could exist in between of how social love and and self-love can affect or not affect uh, each other. I think everybody has different aspects of weaving those two, sometimes quite consciously, but a lot of times just naturally due to personal character and your personalities or or your backgrounds, etc., etc. Um, and also in individuals as well, the dynamics also kind of change a lot throughout the course of one's life, I think. Um, but in my case, personally, most of my life, at least I think I've, I've, I've been someone who gets very, 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 very much dictated by my, my self-love or lack thereof. Uh, I let my, I let my self-confidence level control my life more than I'd like it to, for sure. And pretty much all my life, and I still am to a certain degree today, <clears throat> um, I, I always struggled. I always struggled with my self-image. I've, I, I don't think I've ever felt comfortable uh, fully in my own skin, and I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same way too. Um, or I've never really, I've never ever felt like I was attractive in in any way. Um, and it's really hard to leave out as well to to the physical attributes when talking about this. Uh, I absolutely think that that looks do play a role. Um, however subjective that may be on different levels um, in relation to love and self-love in specific. But I think I'm starting to realize, for me personally at least, um, it was never really about what I see in the mirror per se that that causes me to feel almost uh, destructively self-conscious at times. Um I, you know, I think, oh, if I gain a few pounds here, lose a few pounds there, have clearer skin or have nicer hair or look like her, look like him, be taller, I, you know, I'll finally be able to feel like I deserve to be, you know, deserve the love for myself as well as be loved by others. Um, but, but that was never the case. That was never the case. And the same thing goes for, you know, mental behavioral things as well. You know, if if I don't stutter, if if I nail all the jokes, if I'm funnier, if I act more calm and elegantly and, and with grace, I, I'll be worthy of love. But that was also never the case. I think it's just more generally about how much power you let that destructive inner voice and argument take over your emotions and consequently your social actions more so than the looks and the appearance and the external things in and of itself. And uh, my, my inner voice is mean. It's really mean. 
you know, I, I wouldn't let myself love uh, myself as much as as I'd like to. It's it's upsetting because no matter how much I try, no matter how much I I'd love to let the love flow, I'm I'm not I'm not able to, not at least at the moment or or uh, through the course of my life. Um, you know, I, I want to, at times I get lonely or, you know, I want a boyfriend, I don't know, <laughs> or I want to be in love, you know, I, I want to be loved and I want to give love back. But my own self tells me that I can't. It's, uh, and because for whatever reason, it would it would make all make up all sorts of reasons, true or not, it just always comes up with the right reason. Um, you know, you don't speak well enough. You you're not attractive enough. You're not funny enough. You're not experienced enough. You're not cool enough, or you know, worst of all, all of them, <laughs> and. I'm still working on it, you know, I'm just, I'm only just, I think, just starting to learn how to properly listen to my own conflicting thoughts, uh, let alone being able to control it or alleviate some pain and, and tension from that cause that are caused by these, these conflicts. You know, I'm, I'm only just starting to be aware and that's why I think, and I say this for myself, but also probably for those of you guys uh, who might feel similar and, and can relate to this, that many of the romantic relationships, um, the social love that we get into, if any, um, sometimes ends up causing a lot of, a lot more pain um, and heartbreaks than more so than the positive, amazing, beautiful emotion of sharing mutual love because I'm still struggling with maintaining a healthy level of love for myself, I think I, I sometimes get a little more prone to trying to prove myself to others, if that makes sense. Uh, trying to seek that love from someone other than myself. And sometimes actually just end up end up giving more credit and putting more value and 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 nece than necessary on trying to be liked by a particular person that that I'm interested in or just people in general. Um, basically, head over heels, but on very stupid toxic level. Um, and I, you know, I usually don't really. We're trying my best not to, you know, think too much about this um, or overanalyze when it comes to love, love life and love interests, because um, and this is one thing that I know from experience. And it's that in the face of falling in love with somebody, all theories, all logic, all these uh, <laughs> these overthinking rambles just go straight out the window. It makes no sense. Um in the face of falling in love. So, you know, while I've kind of theorized how, you know, my still ongoing strive to love myself a little more than I do now may be affecting the love life 
uh, socially in, in, in a not so healthy way. Um, that isn't to say that it's, it's, it's a solid, rigid state, um, that, that I'll always be in, 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 innately, innately, innately. Is that the right way to say it? You know, like I believe, like I said, I believe, uh, I believe in the dynamics that the dynamics can change massively in, in the course of somebody's life. And, you know, that could be due to having a better perception of myself or maybe even meeting someone who who I, I might have a different chemistry with, a better chemistry with. And, you know, the fact that it's it's probably never going to be this way forever and it's never a rigid state that I'm in, it makes me hopeful. It really gives me hope. Um, I'm still working on love, self-love, allowing myself to experience mutual social love, and it needs a lot of work, but I'm hopeful it can be changed. Um, it can change for the better, for sure. That's, that's pretty optimistic, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it for today's philosophical ramble. Um, I hope that, <laughs> again, you've, uh, you've enjoyed your meals while watching <laughs> or listening to this podcast. And, um, thanks. Thanks. And, oh, actually this week on my channel, I've got, uh, another little Joji cover coming up. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fan of Joji. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I made a little cover version of Give Me Love by Joji. So stay tuned. That's coming soon this week. Um, yeah, that's it. And leave a comment again, uh, how you feel about things. Um, I'm always, I'm always reading the comments, you know that, and, and always replying the best I can. So yeah, talk to me and yeah, talk to you guys soon again in the next vlog next week. And yeah, peace out. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.